Did you know that word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast? It helps us expand our audience by getting us more notice and keeps us going and growing. So please, folks, spread the word to family and friends. Hello, my name's Elliot and I run the Anthology of Heroes podcast. Each episode of the show follows the life of a hero from one country of the world, but rather than the stuffy old politicians or tired stories you read about in school, I'll be sharing the forgotten stories of rebels, slaves, heretics, and outcasts, men and women who went against the tide of history regardless of the consequences. If this sounds like your kind of thing, check us out on Instagram and, of course, all major podcasting platforms. The name again is Anthology of Heroes Podcast, and we hope to see you there. Hello, and welcome to the History of North America. My name is Mark Vinette, and I'm your host. I hope you are enjoying this exciting and fascinating journey through time that is the story of my continent. Although I have greatly enjoyed traveling the world throughout my lifetime, North America remains my home and holds a special place in my mind, heart, and soul. For decades, I have pursued my passion for this part of the world as a historian, author, professor, scholar, radio host, lecturer, researcher, and curious tourist. I have chosen to present the eclectic history of North America in a series of detailed episodes. Each episode, I attempt to inform, teach, and entertain you in a positive manner with the sweeping saga of North America from its deep history origins to our present epoch. My first task was to share with you, the listener, my personal definition of the term North America. As you well know, history is not black and white. It's gray, complicated, and sometimes messy. And that applies to the geographical limits and borders of our world's continents. The huge American landmass occupies the majority of Earth's western hemisphere and is divided into many different sections. Some divvy it up into four parts. North America, South America, Central America, and the West Indies, or Caribbean Islands. Others prefer the simpler and straightforward approach of grouping all territories and countries into the two recognized continents of North America and South America. This oft-used view defines North America at its broadest and includes 29 countries from Canada to Panama. The narrow view includes only two nations, Canada and the United States. For the purposes of this series, I decided to define North America according to an alternative viewpoint reflected in certain modern treaties. My North America, and yours, fellow adventurers, includes the USA, Canada, and Mexico. As you know, episodes of this series explore the interesting, compelling, inspiring, and tragic stories of these three great nations, their inhabitants, heroes, villains, leaders, and respective geographies. My goal remains to make this series fun for everyone. History should be savored and enjoyed by all, not only historians. As mentioned, history is not black and white. Nothing is. Rainbow colors mixed with subtle shades of gray permeate within and around most events, occurrences, eras, and personal lives so that in order to fully understand history, 
one must piece together a delicate puzzle of facts and impressions into a multicolored mosaic that is, at best, in focus. The degree of focus depends on the ability of the generation looking back to properly digest an enormous amount of information, covering a wide span of time. This premise surely applies to the history of North America. This historical period should not be put into a vacuum and understood only via its location on our planet. Instead, it should be analyzed and viewed on a more comprehensive scale, in a global context, and generations of time. Objectivity remains any historian's ultimate but purely unattainable goal. No matter how hard one tries, life's many experiences and influences inevitably and most often unconsciously lead all spectators, reporters, and historians towards undeniable and universally natural human subjective traits. With this in mind, I nevertheless attempt, in good faith, to take it upon myself to explain events and attitudes as they were, and not as one might wish them to have been. Also, I attempt to avoid the oversimplification of causes. Rarely is one event the direct cause of only or simply one other event. Situations and occurrences usually arise due to a variety and multitude of reasons that uncover and give the best and fullest understanding of what happened. We live in an age of negative and anti-Eurocentric interpretations of history. I find it interesting to sometimes shake things up a bit and turn to a more classic style with a positive and traditional viewpoint. Always remember, folks, the truth is rarely located at the extremes. It is most often found near the middle or center. All you lovers of history have surely encountered the term historiography and wondered about its meaning. Historiography is the study of the methods of historians in developing history as an academic discipline, and by extension, is any body of historical work on a particular subject. The historiography of a specific topic covers how scholars have studied that topic using particular sources, techniques, and theoretical approaches. The historiography of Christopher Columbus has evolved over time and is a fascinating subject. The Columbus of today is definitely not the Columbus of past generations. His reputation has waxed and waned over the past five centuries. It is thus with this open-minded prism-like attitude that I shall continue to look and search for the multiple causes that led to the thrilling story of North America, an action-packed tale, by the way, that is still unfolding. For example, this series paints a canvas that illuminates the political, economic, and social landscapes of three countries from their prehistoric origins up to the computer age. This fascinating historical journey follows an unavoidable path of exciting events led by people who at times reach beyond their grasp to touch key moments in time. The series sweeps across the grand issues of the day and reveals ominous signs of things to come. Together, we will continue to voyage back to earlier times and investigate incidents that set in motion a series of events that help explain the close, yet sometimes contentious relationship of these three continental neighbors. The United States, Mexico, and Canada have many important geographic features and attributes in common. They share the coastlines of two oceans, the Appalachian Highlands, four of the Great Lakes, the Interior Plains, the Rocky Mountains, 
and many deserts and rivers. It is not surprising, therefore, that the history of the exploration and subsequent settlement of these countries are closely interrelated. The complete history of these three nations cannot, I repeat, cannot be properly analyzed and understood without reference to the history of the other. And now, a few comments, starting with listener H.F., who shares the following. Mr. Vinette, in your introduction episode, you declared that the sweeping saga of North America would be presented in a positive manner. At first, my wife and I wondered what you meant by the word positive. After listening to the first nine episodes of your series, we now understand and are enjoying your objective, common sense, stimulating, and upbeat presentation. Too often, nowadays, history is written, recorded, taught, and communicated in a revisionist negative fashion with a contemporary agenda or axe to grind. Keep up the good work. P.L. from Romania posted this thesis, quote, We constantly reinvent historical figures to suit our own times. The challenge is to avoid layering back onto history our own particular experience, bias, and evaluation. While some modern students of history genuinely try to be unbiased, it is inevitable that they will slant the narrative at points. When offering mere opinion, they should preface it with a warning. Infrequent side comments can still color the material. Even what adjectives they pick reveal a bias. End quote. And finally, G.G. from Memphis, Tennessee, sent me this interesting observation. Dear Mark, you impart a large volume of info to us listeners during this series. Sometimes it's hard to absorb all at once. I've noticed, however, that you often bring back certain key passages in later episodes to reinforce their value. Thanks for doing this. It really helps make the narrative and chronology sink in. It's wonderful that you noticed that, GG. I strongly believe that good, important, and interesting things are always worth repeating, recapping, reprising, reiterating, rehearing, relearning, and redigesting in various forms. I hope this episode will encourage you to join me on the continuation of this wonderful adventure. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, photos, illustrations, and diagrams. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.